season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shrigland and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode sponsor is Mind Baseball, located in Dallas, Texas. Their bats are made from 100% European beech wood, which allows for more density, which then leads to more power. I mean, who doesn't want more power? We all know chicks dig the long ball. Multiple studies prove that beech outperforms maple, birch, and ash that you're probably used to swinging. Beech wood straight grains mean for less breaks, and mine baseball exceeds the MLB regulations in that category. Are you also frustrated with seeing the dried paint spots on your barrel? Mine Baseball uses a family secret technique that leaves a perfect finish every time. If you set their bat next to another brand, you will make sure that you see the difference. Lastly, they also use a built-in grip to reduce vibrations. It is the same technology that is used to reduce recoil in rifles. Make sure to check them out. Go find them on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, on Instagram, their username is at mine, M-I-N-E, baseball. Check them out, but let's dig into today's episode. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. Today we have White Sox Scout Team Head Coach and Sticks Baseball Owner Chase Brewster on the JKR Podcast yet again to talk about, you know, what's going on this summer, talk about a couple other things going on. So, you know, Coach, super pumped to get you on the show again. You know, how are you doing tonight? Well, we're definitely, you know, obviously appreciative for everything you've done for our program and for me personally, and, and we're doing awesome. Uh, you know, just again, it's super appreciative for you to have us back on and, and kind of discuss all things sticks. Obviously, it's been a, a busy week for us. So, again, we're, we're definitely appreciative. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, great to hear. And again, I'm, you know, I'm super appreciative of you guys. You you know, I always talked about it on the Wi-Fi Anywhere Else podcast as well. But, you know, you guys always giving me the opportunity to talk to your players, talk to your coaches. Uh, it's been a really good experience to help me grow, but also, you know, get to know a lot of people within, you know, a great organization and just within the game of baseball. But before we dig into, you know, some new breaking news that you guys put out, I believe it was today or yesterday. Um, got a couple questions digging into this summer so far. I know it's your first summer with, you know, the White Sox scout team. So kind of take us through, you know, how that's been working out going, you know, through these first couple of tournaments. Yeah, it's been awesome. You know, this is our eighth summer. I'd like to think that people think we've been really good. You know, I'm ignorant enough to think that, you know, people think we're one of the better programs in the country. And, and anytime you are, you started getting invites to every event in the country. So, you know, I think we're as talented as we've ever been. We've had like four straight summers of, of less than, you know, five losses or less. I think you know, 29 and five, 28 and four. And I think last summer I'd have to look, but we were like, you know, 26 and four or five maybe. But, um, you know, record probably won't be as good, but I'm not sure that we're not better. Uh, but like I was saying, you know, the tournaments have just gotten so much better, uh, you know, across the board. We're, we're obviously getting invited to everything and we're able to go to USA for the first time. Uh, so we, we started out in the PBR showdown, which is one of my favorite events. Uh, Kyle Coletta and those guys at PBR do a great job at late point. So went over there, uh, played in the championship, played USA Prime Scout, who was unbelievable. 
they had a right-hander on the mound. Um, Dimitri, who was just phenomenal, man. He, I can't say enough good things about him. He committed to Georgia Tech a few weeks later. I, somebody said he was Georgia High School Pitcher of the Year last year, maybe three walks and 55 innings. So he essentially dominated us for five innings. We basically had six outs to play with to try to score, and, and they were – you know, every bit as good as us, definitely better that night. Uh, so that, you know, started obviously losing the prime in the championship of the U.S. or the USA prime in the championship of the PBR showdown. Uh, for us, you know, kind of took us into USA on a bad note uh, as far as, you know, with momentum. It was a great weekend. Our 15s won the whole thing. They run ruled every team they played going 6-0. and Our 16s won the whole thing, then our 17s playing championships. So started out on a high note. Um, unfortunately, our 17s weren't able to go to the MPI as we would have loved to at late point. We originally signed up but with the conflicting dates of USA. We sent our 15s and 16s. Both of them played really well. So we rolled into USA, um, and, and, man, it was like coaching in the SEC. It was, it was unbelievable. It was phenomenal. And at that point, we had kind of became a little banged up, which has kind of been our story or our theme of the summer. Um, but going to Cary, it was phenomenal. We're up 4 nothing early on the Texas 12, who had won it all last year. Not sure if it was a coaching error or what, but, you know, we decided to pull Christian Bozeman at 40 pitches to bring him back for the playoffs. And from there, we ended up, you know, being tied after seven innings, 4-4 uh, at Cary. They let us play extras, so we ended up giving up four in the extra innings, you know, essentially because they load the bases with no outs, in my opinion, is why we gave them up. But uh, ended up losing that game, <laughs> rolled in to play East Coast Astros. It's a 0-0 game in the fourth, I believe it was. We make a big error. And, Next thing you know, it, it's a good day for Astros and a bad day for Sticks. Uh, so it, it just, you know, all of a sudden there were three games in a row of playing three of the top teams in the country. And unfortunately, somebody's got to lose. And, and it was, you know, us at that point. But we're able to bounce back. We, we played really well. Um, just, just to kind of finish carry, we beat a really good team elite squad uh, and then ended up unfortunately tying a top tier team. Uh, we we didn't want to play extras in that last game, but would have definitely felt good about how we were playing. Uh, so tied top tier that took us into Memphis this past week. Uh, again, same thing. We, we were invited to play in the UBC. There was only eight teams on the West, and I believe eight or 12 on the East. It, it's becoming one of the biggest events in the country, a perfect game in Baseball America. So our 17s were going to go to that, but again, carry with the conflicting dates. We had to bow out, but our 15s and 16s went. They were great. Um, 16s went three and one, I believe it was, and 15s went two and two. So I uh, got to go play the Trotskys and the GBGs and the Alpha Primes of the West Coast, and that was phenomenal. Our 17s had to roll into Memphis. We we actually flew straight from uh, Cary to L.A., from L.A. to Memphis. So rolled into Memphis, again, banged up a little bit, um, actually a lot of bit. We were already banged up, and then we had, I think, five guys get hurt over the course of the tournament. So just trying to stay healthy. Um, had a big win the first game. It was some of the best competition we had played in Memphis. Kevin Kennedy and those guys did a phenomenal job. Uh, just, just bam, the teams we played this summer has by far been the best competition we played. But we were able to, to play really well. Won the first game, won nothing on a late sack fly in the sixth by Lawson Ward. 
uh, tied the second game against the St. Louis Gamers 2-2. Uh, ended up coming out and playing East Coast Sox. Uh, they threw a guy, I believe, going Alabama up to 91. Um, we were able to get a win out there to win the pool. Got the bye. A mini tornado, straight line wins. Not really sure. Knocked out electric forever. Uh, kind of came through. Pushed us the playoff. We had the bye. Kind of changed the bracket around to where we had the entire day off. Uh, so came out Sunday. Um Big win in the first round of the playoffs, or not Sunday, I'm sorry, came out Tuesday. Uh, big win the first round of the playoffs, scored three in the first, ended up winning 3-2, uh, played VPA, Vipers Baseball Academy, out of, out of Alabama, which is one of the best programs in the country that seems like nobody ever hears about. Uh, they threw four Division One arms against us, three SEC commits, was able to win that one, I believe it was 5-2. Majin Sal was just incredible. Um, and then from there, we played uh, Excel, who was the one seed in the championship out of Alabama. They had given a one run the entire tournament. They were down 7-1 in the semis and hit a walk-off home run to win 8-7 to with two outs. Uh, I think, luckily for us, they were kind of out of gas, just probably mentally, and, and we were able to run rule them in the championship. Uh, so great weekend, finished that one 5-0-1. Uh, and again, just phenomenal baseball, phenomenal talent. Uh, Eli Cursilius was the MVP. I think Eli threw in three of the five wins. He had three wins, give up one hit, I believe, no arm run, struck out a million. So, uh, and, and Landis Schaefer was just unbelievable. You know, honestly, they 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 wanted to give Schaefer the offensive MVP. He deserved it. He, he made the two of the defensive plays. Uh, that were just unbelievable that hopefully Black Cobra has on video. But uh, he, he was phenomenal, and I, I guess for whatever reason, they wanted to give one team the, the pitching and one team the hitting. But, um, you know, Landon, uh, according to them, you know, would have got the hitting if we would have got both of them, so or the player of the year or player of the event or whatever they're called it right now. But anyway, I mean, the, that's the long story. That, that's a lot of talking in a row, but that's kind of the long story of our summer, um, you know, just – just been some great baseball, some great competition. We've been really fortunate to have some really good players. Drew Dickerson, Bo Jonas, uh, Lawson Ward, Brendan Clark. I could go on and all those guys have been phenomenal offensively. And Eli Cresilius and, and Christian Bobson and uh, just some of those guys, man, have been a real staple. Bryce Caldwell, Kobe Bell, they, they've just been awesome in the rotation. And we're just trying to get healthy and got two events left. We go to Hoover next week for the – uh, PG National Elite, and then we finish at WWBA. So hoping to get healthy and, and get everybody back out there and finish the summer on a good note. Okay, so as you dig through, you know, what's going on for you guys here this summer, you mentioned, you know, obviously Hoover, Atlanta. You guys are going to Cary. You guys are flying all the way out there to L.A., staying in the middle of the country in Memphis as well. With you guys, you know, being in Arkansas, kind of being in the middle of the country, when you guys are making that summer schedule, is there any strategy when it comes to, you know, trying to spread it out, going from West Coast to East Coast, kind of staying in the middle? You know, what's that look like? Obviously, there's some, you know, big-time tournaments that are can't miss, like the WWBA, like the USA. Um, but what's that looking like? Because, you know, obviously me being here in the Midwest, being in Indiana, most teams I talk to are, you know, staying East Coast. You guys are heading to the West Coast there occasionally. You know, what's that strategy when it does come to, you know, making that summer schedule um, for that seven or the white, those 17 U sticks or the, you know, the White Sox scout team? 
Man, I, I think just we're, we've reached a point, the level that we want to play at and be at, and, and I think there's probably 10, 15, maybe 20 teams that feel like they're one of the best in the country. I mean, we're all in the same event. So, you know, whether you play with the Canes or a team elite or East Cobb Astros or a, a Lando Scorpions or whoever, I mean, you're pretty much going to the same events. Um, we all want to play in Cary. We all want to play in the UBC, whether it's the East or the West. We all want to go to WWBA. We, you know, I don't know, you know, PG's making a push to make Hoover one of those must-see events. Um, you know, I don't know if that's on the radar like everybody thinks of as some of these other events. But, you know, my 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 motto or my mindset when I do it is just pretty much, hey, no matter where our players are from, we know that they want to go to these four or five events. And, and you know, we've kind of built it to where – was it fun to go to Los Angeles? I mean, essentially, yes. The weather was phenomenal. The competition was great. Uh, Wojo did a phenomenal job in Perfect Game in Baseball America. But, you know, I don't know that we were just extremely fired up to travel 20 hours away from home. Um, but nobody, not one person ever complained, and, and I think that was because we knew it was an honor. You know, it's an honor to get invited to carry. It's an honor to get invited to MPI. I mean, I can remember, I mean, this is serious now. I can remember we started eight years ago begging to get into WWBA. I mean, you know, back then it was still 300 teams, but I can remember begging to get in and, and just hoping they would accept our invite. So, I mean, you know, it, it's easy to, to, to complain about having to fly into carry. Our, our last flight, for me personally, was a 17-minute flight to Raleigh from Charlotte. I mean, it was miserable. Um, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it'd be selfish of me to, to complain about travel when we know that's where all our players want to go. And, and that's, you know, as a program and a staff, that's the kind of events we want to play. And I don't know that Memphis was on our radar. Um, we've been to Memphis twice in the last three years. We've won it both times. We've never lost a game. And you know, I'd, I'd like to go on record saying I don't know that I'm hopefully ever going back there. Um, those guys do a phenomenal job, but we'd like to stay, you know, in in the same realm of where everybody else wants to play. Memphis fitting our schedule. Kevin and those guys are awesome. Uh, but we, we start with the PBR showdown every year. We're going to play in WWBA every year, assuming uh, Ben and those guys are let us. We're going to go to Cary every year. And then from there, we're just working our way back. You know, would love to, to, to go to MPI. Would love to go to UBC if it works out. Um, so, you know, I think the big three for us are PBR Showdown, uh, which has kind of been our go-to event to start the summer. It's all on turf. It's all, you know, great coverage for our kids on the PBR side. It's where I can watch the 15s and 16s, multiple teams and 17 also play, kind of see our coaches for the first weekend, make sure our new guys know what's going on. We can all get a house together as a staff. So it's phenomenal for us. Um, and, and then obviously WWBA is the Mecca. No matter how many people tell you they hate it and whatever, it's still the go-to event. And then carries the, you know, the end-all be-all. If, if, you know, USA means more than anything to all these kids. So uh, and then we just kind of work our way back on those other two events and kind of get ready, you know, to, to end up. We'll, we'll end in July, but, you know, we'll be right back in Atlanta in September for their new PG World Series that all the top teams are supposedly going to, and then, and then we'll get after it in Jupiter, and then we'll go back to MLK. So if you look at our schedule for a calendar year, you know, I, I think predominantly it's the events that everybody wants to go to, the, the MLKs, the Jupiters, the WWBAs, the Carries. So 
Um, you know, I, I don't know that we have a choice as a staff. I think that hopefully everybody feels the same way. We've built this thing to where – uh, if we didn't go to WWBA or we didn't go to Kerry, I'd like to think that our top players would go, Coach, I love you, but, hey, we want to play in the top events. We're going to, you know, we're going to pick up with this team. We won't be there for this. And that's what we want to avoid. We want to, we want to be very player-centric. Uh, we don't want any friction with, with, you know, points with our players or our parents on, you know, on the White Sox scout team. We want to, you know, we want everybody to sign to play you know, college baseball and to get drafted and, and, you know, to do those things and have those kind of rosters, you got to go to these kind of events. Yeah, I'm sure. So you kind of gave some love to some of those guys, like you mentioned, you know, Lane Schaefer had a great tournament there in Memphis. I think you said Eli Cresilius was pitcher of the week there as well. Um, you know, kind of looking through that White Sox scout team roster, obviously it's loaded. You have that goal of getting every player signed. I think for the most part, the majority of those guys, you know, are committed, going to be signed here in the fall. Um, you know, looking up and down that roster, kind of looking at this summer so far, who have been, you know, some of those key performers, some of those surprise guys that, you know, maybe, you know, come under from, underneath from the radar this upcoming, this past summer or so, uh, kind of take us through just some of those top performers this, this summer so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to start with Brendan Clark, who I love dearly. His mom was a teacher of mine when I was in high school, and, and Brendan committed to Arkansas as a freshman. Phenomenal human being. I mean, truly, you say that a lot about kids, but uh, Brendan's just a blessing, man. He, he's just a role model off the field. Uh, Left-handed hitter, play infield, play outfield. He's always been a freak athlete, and he, he just made the jump. I mean, I think we all took his athleticism for granted. You know, I thought he was honestly more of a nine-hole, play any position, like just phenomenal leader. And and now you look up at, at 17, you just watched him grow up living in the same town. And now all of a sudden you're like, hey, we got to flip the lineup back over so Brenton can hit. Um, he, he's probably the smallest three-hole we've ever had physically. You know, we moved him to the three-hole in Memphis, uh, just trying to, you know, get him some RBI situations. But he's hit leadoff for three-hole all summer. He's played second and, and played center. Uh, he's been awesome. Landon's hitting the two-hole a bunch or the three-hole. Uh, Landon, you know, I think he would say started off slow probably. Um, even when he was slow, a lot of his extra base hits were doubles or a lot of his hits were extra base hits for doubles. Um, and, and I think Landon was kind of – we let Landon play up. We thought he was that kind of player. Um, he's always been phenomenal and high-ranked, and he's an awesome kid. His, his parents are amazing, but – um, you know, I, I think he he knew. Hey, it's it's tough playing seventeen. You know, I mean, it's tough being a sixteen year kid playing up, hitting in that two or three hole, playing shortstop. Um, you know, so he's been awesome, and I think he hit over five hundred this past weekend. I would think that you know his early I don't want to call it a slump because it wasn't one, but his early adjustment of kind of playing up and being the leader on a new program and being one of the younger kids. He, he's just I think he's past that. I think it's. You know, I, I got to let the kids decide it on the field, but I think it's his team now, and he knows it. And, you know, he's kind of been our leader. And, and the other day I was going to – we had a freshman in the championship game. Um, he was throwing – he was closing it out for us because we've been banged up. We brought him in to throw uh, Levi Martin. And I went out two outs to take him out. Did, didn't want his pitch count to get too high. And uh, Schaefer was going to be the next guy. Landon goes, no, nah, in front of everybody. He goes, Coach, you know, Levi's finishing. He's getting this guy out. and. We're going to get out of here and win this trophy. And uh, it wasn't a rude thing or, or a backlash thing or whatever. I mean, it was he, – he he just basically injected confidence into Levi and we got that last out to win it. So, um, Lane has been phenomenal. Drew Dickerson is as talented as any player we've ever had. I, I'd be lying if I said 
you know, every bat was a home run or every ground ball was automatic out. But he, he's just awesome, man. He's he decommitted from Missouri. Obviously, they had a coaching change. And, you know, I think that's weighed heavy on him that we haven't got to see the the easy free, uh, you know, just playing for the love of the game kind of kid that, that I hope comes out as soon as he commits. He can go anywhere in the country right now. But he's played third, short, and second for us. He's hitting a three and four hole. Uh, you know, he's he's a top 100 player, and he's he's seriously as talented and good a human being as you could ask for. Um, you know, I think one of the – also, I mean, our catching situation has been a huge surprise. I didn't really know Bo Jonas. Um, Bo had played with some really great programs. I think, you know, I don't really know why he left a program or two or didn't really care. I mean, he was committed to Oklahoma. He was a semi-local kid. He was just, you know, very, very um, – respectful and just positive in our conversation. And I thought, hey, this is a good player. Uh, but I had no idea how good a, a player he was catching throw-wise. He can catch with the best of them. He can throw with the best of them. He's top 20 in the country in his position. He's a top 200 player. And, I mean, he hits it as well as a, a defensive catcher could ever hit it. I mean, honestly, at times you, you think he might be an offensive catcher. And then Lawson Ward, um, he, he's really made a jump too. I mean, Lawson's going to Arkansas. He's always played with us. Uh, Lawson's a leader. He, he's on that Valley View High School team that's so good with Slade Caldwell, Eli Cresilius, and all those guys. So, um, you know, Lawson's just made a jump. He at one point had the highest average on the team, and he would let you know that, hey, coach, I'm in the eight hole and I'm hitting over 400. But, um, you know, he, he's been awesome, and he's, he's another one that's been a leader. And, you know, Paxton Flagg's another catcher we have that, that's an offensive guy that can play some first and some outfield. So our catching situation has been a bright spot. Our up the middle has been a bright spot. Uh, Owen Cole at one point had the highest average on the team as well. Um, he's played some outfield for us. He's been very unselfish because he doesn't really play out there. Webb Watson's another one. He's played some first and some outfield. He's done some things for us. Um, so, man, it's been awesome offensively. Um, we, we've kind of picked up some kids due to some injuries. We picked up – uh, Connor Cuttingham, who's one of the better infielders in the country. His dad's a hit college coach, left-handed hitter, hit over 400 this weekend for us. And we picked up Tyler Woolard. Uh, this, I guess this was breaking news because we haven't really told the world. I'm not even sure his old team knows, but I guess Tyler was a little bit unhappy. Um, goes to the same high school as Drew Dickerson and Jackson Aiken. Uh, Jackson's another phenomenal player, 2025, just, just offensively blessed as anybody and, and plays a really good infield. So we picked up Tyler Wood, who's been up to 92, 93, 94 on the mound, who also can really hit going to Tennessee. So, um, you know, hopefully as we get healthy and we add some of these guys in our lineup, um, you know, that, that'll be a huge uh, a huge uh, injection adding him and, and Connor. If I left anybody out, I apologize. You know, I don't have it in front of me. But on the mound, we, we've just, you know, it's kind of started with Eli Cresilius. I mean, he leads us in appearances. He leads us in wins. He leads us in ERA. And at times, I mean, you know, he's not the most talented. He's not the biggest. He's not the whatever. But I don't know that we'll we'll ever win a game that he doesn't pitch it. Feel likes at times. He just asked me, um, you know, he asked me today. He said, hey, can I start in Hoover? And, you know, I'd love to start him, but I'm not sure we'll win. Uh, so he, he's been great. Um, especially out of the bullpen, kind of taking on a new role. Lance Davis, who just made area code today, he's been awesome. Uh, he got hurt this spring. He tore a ligament in his ankle. He's kind of come back. He was up to 94, his last start. Um, so, man, he's, he's been great. Uh, Majin Sal going to Vanderbilt, who just made area code today. We finally got him back. 
we had some conflict early. He, he wasn't able to go to USA because the area code tryouts. Um, so we finally got him back. He won the big semifinal game for us this past weekend. We got him the rest of the summer, so that's awesome. Bryce Caldwell has been really good his last two times out. Um, Kobe Bell, who's one of our only com- uncommitted kids, is kind of took on the Uber relief role, and he he was unbelievable the last two weekends. He's just been great. Um, and then, you know, again, I'm going to miss some guys, and I really hate that because, like I said, I don't have a roster in front of me. Gideon Motes has started in relief for us. Left-hander going to Arkansas, he's been really good um, at, at times. And then he struggled at times, too, like anybody else. But he, he's kind of trying to find his niche after, uh, you know, an emotional spring, um, you know, with the football and getting hurt and concussion and uh, kind of coming back and winning the MVP of the state championship game. So uh, he's been awesome. You know, and again, I'm going to leave some guys out. But what I want to say is, and this isn't cliche, this isn't whatever, this is the best group of players and parents we've ever had. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if we'll win another game, but it's it's a real joy to be around this group. Uh, there's there's no selfish guys. And the problem or two we've had has kind of got rid of itself, fortunately for everybody. So, uh, man, they're just – they're awesome kids. They're awesome parents. There's not a lot of selfishness. Uh, and, they, and they've just kind of taken on all roles and, and – uh, you know, even Jackson Aiken had to play some first base because of injury, never played first before, uh, never once, you know, said, hey, I don't do this. Or I've never done I mean, just like, hey, I'll do whatever you need. Um, you know, we've, we've we've just had to move guys around. We've had to use POs in the field late in the game. You know, Gideon Motes has had to play first at the end of games for us to, to just give us a chance in the field. So guys have been awesome. Again, I'm sure I left some guys off. I'm sure as soon as we get done, I'll go, crap, man, I – I forgot about this starter or how good this guy hit. But um, guys have been awesome, man, and it's been a true joy. And I get to work with the best coaching staff in the country that, that you could truly ask to work for, uh, some, of, some of my best friends. So it's been a great summer, and I don't know how many more games we'll win, but they've been awesome, and, and we're looking forward to getting back at it at Hoover. Yeah, I'm sure. So last question before we dig into that breaking news that you announced today. You know, obviously you are the head coach there for that White Sox scout team. But looking down at, you know, the 16U Slayton team, maybe the 15U, some of those other teams in the Arkans- in the Sticks baseball organization, kind of take a – you know, give us a little rundown on, you know, how those summers have been going for those teams as well. Yeah, I mean, we have 17 teams this summer in Arkansas, and then Jeff Sullivan and, and Coach Barnes have three teams in Florida. So we're back at that 20 number again, which is where we want to be, just because, you know, when you start talking about four classes, it really gives you a chance to – um, you know, kind of see kids grow and see, you know, Eli Crisius is a great example. He started off as a, a first baseman relief pitcher on a, you know, whatever sticks team and kind of showed who he was and, and grew. And if, if we'd have kept it at one or two teams, you know, we, we would never know who Eli Crisius is. And so across the board, we've done great. We had um, we had our non-Brewster Slate and uh, Lambert teams playing in Tulsa last weekend. We won the 15s with uh, Volner's team. We won the 17s as well. So uh, we won, you know, two of the three age groups we played in there. 18s just yesterday got beat in the semifinals of the 18U BCS, which was awesome. Um, you know, our first year to really have an 18U national team to play in the semis. And, you know, obviously we would have loved to win it, but, you know, just to make it that far was awesome. So uh, Coach Slade's doing a great job. I think there's some like 13 and two. They're they're uber talented. They're banged up too. I mean, this is the worst we've ever had with injuries. Um, you know, and, and I, I wish I had an answer on why. Some kids were banged up during the spring. 
Um, you know, some kids are, uh, you know, been healthy their whole career. And all of a sudden, you know, Lawson Ward, for example, uh, got hurt deadlifting at, at his school during the week, like two weeks ago, was fine and sneezed, literally sneezed. Um, and his back just basically gave out and couldn't play, you know, those 21 innings because he sneezed the day before. So some stuff have been freed. Some has been, um, you know, on curring and, and whatever. But our 15s, they've luckily stayed healthy. They're as talented as anybody in the country. Um, they got some of the best middle infielders you could ever want. Spencer Browning and Marcus Bates going to Arkansas and Ethan Carswell, um, who, who had offers from a bunch of schools. He, he decided not to commit. Uh, to wait it out before the rules change. But those guys have kind of held down the left side of Lambert's team um, and just been really good at second base also. Uh, they've kind of rotated some guys. Rip Birdwell, who his uncle's coach tried at Texas State, and, and dad and mom were phenomenal athletes. Um, Noah Ragsdale from Valley View, his uncle's the third base coach from the Rangers. And then, um, you know, Driscoll from Green County Tech. Those guys have kind of all manned the infield. And anytime you're good in the infield and up the middle, you know you're going to have a shot because uh, they're as good as you can get in center field with, with Hunter Rose going to Arkansas and Parker King going to Memphis. So uh, behind the plate, they got Buck Anderson, who's a big-time catcher, as well as uh, Blake Scroggins, who's the only catcher we've ever had that, you know, is a 6'6 or a 6'7 runner. So um, Lambert's group's great. They're playing well. They they – They've taken some lumps uh, due to due to a phenomenal schedule as well. So the one thing I've learned is, you know, you look at all these teams and they want to post their record or how they do and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm not saying we haven't been a victim of that either, but you start looking at some of the teams that's like beat Lambert or even, even us, Sticks Brewster, you know, it, it's almost, you're almost just as happy or proud or whatever that some of the teams you, you've played. I mean, we're definitely not proud to lose, but, um, you know, like they played Kane's National a couple of weeks ago and saw a freshman up to, I think it was 91. And uh, I, I forget where he was committed to now. But, you know, they played really good baseball. And I think that's all you can ask for is, is just to keep getting better. Um, our teams this weekend, they're playing in Memphis, uh, you know, and, and they played great. Uh, Cam Reitner was really good today for Sticks Rapworth. Um, Spencer Adcock's group, you know, they've, they've played great with our local 18U team. They've been great all summer. So across the board, things are great. I uh, wish we were 100-0, you know, across all 20 teams, but that's that's unlikely. We do have a winning record, um, you know, across the board, and, and we've had guys get some offers. Obviously, the portal and all this stuff has changed recruiting, and we don't, we don't have as many guys committed as we like, but uh, we definitely have guys with offers and, and have more than our fair share committed, and we're winning a bunch of games. So our, our staff's great. You know, um, you know, Carl Carswell is helping Coach Lambert. He, he's a phenomenon on Twitter, one of the better hitting guys in the country. Uh, Tommy Stewart held the hit record, at, you know, for consecutive hits in Division Two. He's helping Slayton. Uh, Shane Halter is helping Coach Slayton, who played in the big leagues for 10 years. Uh, and then on my staff, I mean, again, man, I'm so blessed. I got Dirk Kenny with the Cardinals, who is respected as anybody in the country. We got – um, Tyler Sawyer, who was National Junior College Assistant of the Year before he got out of uh, collegiate coaching. We got Tanner Rockwell, who's a college um, college head coach at SAU Tech and also uh, is a former dual Division One player, pitcher hitter, was all-conference guy, um, had one of the Player of the Year accolades. So, uh, and, and then this year we were lucky to, to add, you know, my best friend, best man of my wedding, Cameron Forte, 
Uh, Cameron was a draft pick to the Dodgers. He was a catcher. He, he really believes in strength and conditioning and all those things. He also runs our, our, a lot of our softball stuff. So, uh, And we were able to bring back Kaysen Tyled, who was a player that played with us. He walked my mom down the aisle at my wedding, coached with us last year, uh, still playing Division One baseball. So, you know, across the board, um, you know, we, we've just been so blessed to have great coaches. At one point, all of our coaches um, – on, you know, a non-Brewster or Lambert or Slayton team. They were uh, – almost all of them were college coaches or have been college coaches. Um, coach Volner at SAU Tech, um, had Coach Hall at Henderson, had another coach from Henderson, um, had Coach Adcock from from UA Rich Ma- – or uh, UA Mountain Home – or Arkansas State Mountain Home, my apologies. Uh, we had Coach Bartlett, who was just named the head coach at SAU Mid-South. So, um, again, I don't have it in front of me, but – we, we've just done a phenomenal job as a program, I think, and, and I'd like to hope attracting, you know, good coaches and college coaches. And, and unfortunately, not all of them are perfect, and I wish they were. But, you know, we, we've had very few complaints this summer. And, uh, as an owner, man, you know, they, they've just been awesome to work with, and I'm very proud uh, for the group that Coach Ham has put together and, and the group that we get to say, you know, works for us. All right, so moving on from this summer, you know, kind of what's going on from, you know, these past couple of weeks to this new breaking news that you guys announced, like like I said, I believe it was today or yesterday, kind of take us through what that is, kind of the reason I reached out, kind of wanted to get you on the podcast this week, kind of give you, you know, another platform to explain to the ballplayers, explain to the fans, explain to the parents, kind of what's going on here with this new breaking news, this new partnership, you know, kind of take us through that and what's that looking like for, you know, Decker Sports and, you know, the Arkansas Sticks organization as well. Yeah, it's just awesome. You know, I can't say enough great things about Tim Decker. He's been a mentor. Uh, He's just been an awesome person. As I get older, you know, um, entrepreneurship and and pretending to be a business owner is something I'm I'm just infatuated with and almost addicted. And and Tim's been great. Uh, Tim has uh, had a very successful career in uh, different facets of life and and now uh, running the family business at Deckner. He's just done a great job. So I was able to organically meet Tim. Um, Josh Pollock ran my account originally at three and two. Josh uh, came to my wedding. He left three and two, I believe, right around COVID or right before COVID. And kind of didn't think anything of it. You know, our contract came up at the time, I would have to say maybe two years ago. And, you know, man, like I don't want to get on here and brag or whatever or drop names. Um, But, you know, we, we, we were approached by everybody and we were offered deals that I never saw coming. Um, you know, the Nikes, the Under Armors, the, the whatever. I mean, we were extremely, extremely fortunate and, and very surreal and whatever all the words you could use that just mean awesome. I mean, it was great. and It got overwhelming at times, you know, everybody wants to wear Nike or Adidas or this or that. And then, I mean, you kind of look up and you start, you know, you got to, you got to worry about a brand name or you got to worry about quality or you got to worry about control or you got to worry about pricing. And, you know, it just kept coming back to relationships. And, um, you know, I really trusted Josh and, I, and, you know, honestly, um, if, you know, you'd have told me, Hey, you'll do a lifetime deal with anybody. What brand would it be? And, and there's a chance I would have said whoever Josh Pollock was working with. And then there's some other guys that, you know, we knew and have known for a long time. And, um, you know, but it, it all came down to relationships and it really got exhausting. 
you know, I like, obviously everybody likes being courted. And as an owner, you know, you have to take all the calls and the meetings and you want to give everybody respect and you want to do all these things. And then, you know, at the same time, you want to make sure that your players and your parents are able to get, you know, everything that they want. And we, you know, wanted backpacks and, you know, custom helmets and, and just more, you know, I think we live in a world where, you know, Amazon is king and, you know, nobody needs the oven because they have the microwave and you can come out with this shirt today, but next week they want something new. And um, just the processes in places, Decker, you know, they have a Decker fit app to where we can eliminate stuff that doesn't fit. We can eliminate players um, uniforms being too big when they come in, just based on the technology that they have, uh, you know, the, the 24, seven, 365 pro shops that they have to where, um, you know, you don't just have to put up a portal for, you know, say Christmas in November and you got to this day to order and, and then it goes away. I mean, I, you know, there's sublimation stuff and there's always windows of ordering like on any business, but, you know, Decker was really set up to kind of, um, you know, be universal and be 365 and be user friendly and be parent friendly and be owner friendly. I mean, it's just a very friendly kind of kind of atmosphere, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, and, and again, those guys have been awesome and, you know, the quality is second to none. It's a quality that I have zero doubt that any of our parents or players or, or friends or whoever, you know, when they get it, they'll be extremely impressed and happy. And just all roads kept leading back to, Hey, I want to do this forever. You know, is, is this contract long enough? Is this too long? Is this that? And, and finally, I just said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I don't want to keep telling people no or, hey, I'll let you know or, hey, that was awesome. You know, we were getting care packages and, you know, again, we were getting these meetings. And again, man, it just all kind of led back to um, let's do this the right way. Let's do this once and for all. And all things kept pointing back to Decker. And, and you know, when, he, when the idea on both sides came up to do a lifetime deal, uh, both for the sticks and for me personally, it was just something that, that felt like a huge weight off my shoulders. And, and I know that, you know, going forward, our parents and our players will be just, it'll really take us to the next level for what we want to do. Uh, it's got more of a college feel as far as to just easy access to everything. And anybody that knows me knows that I'm never short on designs or shirt ideas or just apparel ideas for our players. You know, I don't, I don't want our kids to buy everything so we can sell a million shirts. I want our kids to have options, you know, to get everything that they want to be proud to wear. You know, what I love about going to a high school game or the mall or wherever and you walk through, you see these stick shirts, you know, a lot of guys in our industry go, oh, we sold this many or, you know, look at this shirt and how many it did or yada, yada. I just go, man, how awesome is it that that kid could have put on anything in his claws and any Razorback shirt, any high school shirt, any, you know, St. Louis Cardinal shirt, and they picked to wear that stick shirt, man. So, um, you know, I, I think it'll give our kids more options to, to hopefully pick to keep wanting to wear sticks gear and, and sweats and backpacks and, and, you know, just across the board and, you know, more options on batting gloves and fielding gloves and oven mitts. And, uh, again, man, just I think it, it couldn't have been a bigger blessing for where we're trying to align ourselves and uh, hopefully what they're trying to align with their self. I know that they want to, you know, feel the same way about working with good people and quality people. And again, I hope everybody feels that we're one. So, man, I was so excited and happy for what Tim Decker and Josh Pollock and really their whole group has kind of tried to form and base their uh, business off of. And it was just something that we couldn't uh, turn down and to do the lifetime deal. One of the, 
as far as I know and what we've been told, I'm the only baseball coach in the country, again, that we know of that has a lifetime contract um, personally. And uh, as far as the six, you know, just making sure that, um, you know, our brand was synonymous across the board until this thing is over with something that was very important to us. So with so with this new partnership being announced in you know midsummer, you guys are going through just you know just had games with that other partnership that was going on. You know how quickly are you know should players you know people like me going to games and seeing you know, Arkansas sticks games? How quickly should we start seeing you know this deck these Decker Sports unis, these Arkansas you know the new Arkansas sticks merch that's going to have all the you know Decker logos on it compared to you know your previous partner? You know how quickly is this turnaround going from? the previous partnership to, you know, going into these next couple of weeks as you guys head into summer with Decker sports. I would say immediate. I mean, we've already started working on Jupiter stuff. I mean, I can't wait to share with you guys, you know, what we're going to wear for Fort Myers and Jupiter. It's just, it's phenomenal. Um, So, I mean, I I would say immediately, essentially um, our fall, we have, I mean, I, you know, again, I, that's not the only breaking news we have. We have some new stuff coming. It's not near as, I would say, breaking news, but just, you know, color schemes and logos and stuff like that. We've got some new stuff coming um, that I think everybody will be very excited for in the fall. And it's something that's never been worn on a Nike shirt or any other brand. So, um, you know, I think the kids will love it. And I think they'll want, you know, as many different templates and colorways that they can get and that'll only be on Decker Sports so that'll be awesome and and uh, something that'll be organic and uh, I don't know if we you know it's we were already in the works of, of in my head of trying to kind of come up with something new and cool and just this the, the whole time just fits it just it's um, you know it's it's couldn't line up any better. The stars have aligned and, and God's put some really great people in our lives and some, some great ideas in my head. So I think um, obviously, you know, the rest of the summer is what it is and, and we've got a great product with what we have and we're, we're happy and we look great. Um, but, you know, not sure that we won't look better and be happier uh, come September, especially on our fall league stuff. And um, Perfect Games got a new big event this year at the uh, – and Atlanta, it's September fifteenth for the for the PG World Series at East Cobb. So, not sure if we'll have it rolled out for them, but I know for Jupiter, the White Sox scout team, it just we got something awesome planned, uh, and, and in Fort Myers as well. So, we're looking forward to it, um, and and just you know, again, the the artist work and Dale and those guys over at Decker, they've just done a phenomenal job of putting our vision to paper, and, and Greg and Maddie and. Um, you know, just everybody, James, everybody at Decker, they've really kind of taken the vision in my head that I daydream about at times and have really done a great job of putting it on paper. And we've got some awesome things getting ready to roll out. Uh, the fall for sure will be Decker and, and going forward. Now, whether we wear, you know, a White Sox jersey here or there, uh, some of the stuff we've got planned in the fall, just because, um, you know, we had just ordered essentially 45 sets of three different uniforms less than a year ago, you know, how we kind of get rid of all that and get new stuff. Tom isn't on our side for some of that stuff, but we'll figure all that out. And again, for Jupiter and for the fall league, it'll be awesome. And, um, you know, I think our parents and players will be uber excited for all that. I know I am again, Blaine Tanner also and Jason Kelly, they've done some stuff to, to kind of help on the logo, you know, kind of side of things. So we got some new stuff we can't wait to show. And again, I know everybody will be excited.
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. I mean, I'm excited to kind of see all that stuff because, like you said, you know, you're never short on on different ideas when it comes to unis and different things you guys are wearing every summer. All I mean, I mean, all summer. Um, you know, I was scrolling through. I think it was maybe a couple of weeks ago. Saw those Chicago Bulls, uh, White Sox, White Sox scout team unis, and I'm just like, man, you know, you you guys always come up with you know just the cool funky just you know just you know pretty drippy I guess maybe the word is is to use uh you know I I just you know always seeing all the different types of stuff and you know I'm always loving all the different uniforms you guys you know are throwing out there for different events you know all going out all summer um you know one big key to that for me seeing all that is Black Cobra Media I know you know he's a big part of the Arkansas Sticks organization so I kind of want to transition there to to him here real quick just a couple more questions but obviously partnership Partnerships, you know, with, you know, Decker Sports, partnerships with Black Cobra Media, maybe some other guys that you're working with as well. You know, partnerships like that. How does that, you know, what what benefits do, do you, does that bring to the Arkansas Sticks that you've seen over these past couple of years, the relationships you've built with other people within these partnerships? You know, wh- what are those benefits looking like for you? You know, I mean, partnerships is a cool word. It's a business word. You know, when my life's over and my biography's published, I mean, I, I think if the I hope people think I'm a good business owner. To me, it's just partnerships. I mean, it's, hey, if I went on a family vacation tomorrow with Josh Pollock and his family at Decker, I know it'd be awesome. Again, he came to my wedding. If I went on a a family vacation with Tim Decker, I would be fired up. Um, and, And I feel the same way about Willie. I mean, what we've done on our side of helping promote Black Cobra, um, I would think, our hope is as good as any program could possibly do. Are there programs with more views and more players? Absolutely. That live closer to him. But and in the same way I feel about you, I mean, organically, we have done things out of what, what I consider good relationships or out of love, or just, it was on our heart that we felt people were good people. And we wanted to, to kind of align ourselves with those people. And uh, from, from there, you know, obviously financial, um things happen in partnerships and nobody works for free so uh you know we, we've been able to allow a black cobra media again just through um just this person i mean willie two summers ago um it's actually a funny story rick best who justin was playing with us justin was a great player pga american about to get drafted hopefully in the next couple of weeks but one day i got a text we had played like on a on a thursday maybe at late point and he said, hey, I meant to tell you, you know, hope you're not mad. There's, there was Obviously, there was a guy there shooting, uh, wanted to shoot Justin, but he's going to shoot the sticks if that's okay with you. He was in your dugout. You know, I don't know if you noticed, but just didn't want to be rude, and I didn't have time to tell you. I was like, hey, man, that's awesome. Anything for the kids, like no problem at all. He's got full access, whatever we need. Well, I had no idea that it was actually next, next up that he was talking about. And this is a true story. So the next day, I mean, while we're coaching, I just happened to see a guy in the dugout. He had umpire pants on, um, like a cutoff shirt without his umpire shirt on. He had a camera. Well, I just introduced myself, thanked him for coming, you know, said, hey, if we can ever help, whatever. Well, I had no idea that Willie was not who Rick was referring to. You know, I thought Rick had paid Willie to come shoot and whatever when it was actually next up. Um, but long story short, that's how our relationship was built. Willie was awesome. Willie was the man. He, he, the kids loved him. He did not have all the followers. I'm not even sure if he had a page at this point. 
Uh, he was literally practicing in between umpiring games at this point. So uh, we took that and we just built it into something special. And, you know, me and my wife have taken Willie to, to New York, um, Arizona. You know, we've taken him on personal trips to shoot pictures for us. We're, we're no uh, stranger to, to having pic- professional pictures taken of us, uh, whether that's good or bad. So it, it's all just become, you know, again, what I consider relationships and um, you know, how they come about is just great people, organically great people. Um, you know, some of the partnerships we've made with Rocky King, the Rustics, Southwest, you know, Rocky's kid played for us forever before his younger kid came up. And, you know, now all of a sudden it's just a fit and they're tired of playing in the Midwest when they're West Coast people. And, you know, how do we make this work? And, and again, it's just it's I don't have to worry about numbers or finances or do they steal or you know, are they going to go out and get drunk and miss games? I mean, I just don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And it's it's refreshing not to worry. You know, Steve Landers always taught me, you know, just to essentially get rid of stuff you got to worry about. And all the partnerships we've done have, have really just come between uh, great people and not having to worry about if they're going to do the right thing or be good people because we know they are. And it's been awesome. And, and I hope to – I hope – a year from now when we do another interview, we've got another 20 partners because that would have meant that we've got 20 great people in our lives and in our program. And, uh, you know, that's just what we want to keep building. We want to keep building with the, you know, uh, with the Jaces of the world, with the Willies of the world, with the Tim Deckers of the world. We want to keep building with great people. And uh, we know if we do that, we can help change our lives and our kids' lives. And, uh, you know, we know if we, it takes a village, we all know that. And the more good people in our circle, the better we'll be. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, that's one thing I've noticed about you, you know, especially talking to, you know, all your players, whether that's on here, whether that's on the Wide Player Anywhere Else podcast, you know, they always talk about, you know, how great of, you know, relationship type of guy that you are. You know, you obviously see it, you know, like you just talked about with those partnerships with Willie, with Decker, with, you know, the relationship that we have and the partnership that we have as well. Other guys that you mentioned there throughout, too. Uh, one thing that we did that I did kind of skip over there within that Decker, the Decker Sports Partnership, was the thing you announced today for yourself. I th- I I don't want to. I guess I'll have you break the news as well because I don't know exactly what exactly that was. Like you said, like um, like you mentioned earlier before we started recording, I actually did not see that um through social media today. So kind of give you know me the rundown, give the listeners the rundown. You know what exactly is going on there for you as well on the personal side of things when it comes to this breaking news. Yeah, we just wanted to follow up today. You know, yesterday was for the sticks, and today was a little bit for me personally. They gave me my own apparel line and my own shoe line, so I'll have my own shoe coming out eventually, um, which the players and, I guess, friends and supporters were way more excited than I thought people would be. I'm not sure if we hadn't put a shoe out for sale today that we wouldn't have sold a lot of shoes. But, um, you know, just just obviously – you know, anytime you negotiate or, you know, you meet with these people or businesses or, or relationships, you know, a lot of crazy ideas are thrown around and uh, just something that, that, that we all really wanted to do. I mean, creatively, I think I'm as good as anybody in the country across any platform, you know, not just in the baseball world, but I think, you know, we've designed awesome things. We, we know quality, we know, uh, what people kind of want and, and what they don't want. And it was always kind of a little bitty dream of mine. I, I don't want to put, I don't want to say dream. It was a little bit of a passion of mine of, of the whole fashion and the apparel and, and just the whole concept of, uh, you know, uh, to me it's art and, you know, everybody's an artist, whether it's, you know, drawing or 
you know, building or, or whatever, you know, a lot of this is all art and a uh, big fan of the fashion component of it. And, and obviously I like to think I'm a good dresser. And um, so it just, it kind of came together and, um, you know, the shoe line and all that stuff was awesome. Um, you know, obviously anybody that knows me knows that um big LeBron fan. So to, to kind of, you know, get my own lifetime contract personally and my own shoe line, and, you know, kind of do anything in a, in a much, much smaller role of what he had done uh, was awesome and, and something that we were very excited about. And, um, you know, I think that um, I think I'd be foolish to think we're going to sell a million of anything or this or that, but, you know, that, that's kind of what dreams are. Dreams are, you know, kind of find your way of life and we're going to do some, some really good looking stuff. I have no doubt because we always have and, uh, it'll it'll be an option for people to buy and wear. And, you know, we put the Chase Brewster Show podcast shirts out and, and sold, I forgot how many, but way more than we should have. And, and we did that in like 36 hours. And um, it was awesome. And I, I can't ever fathom that people want to wear my face on their shirt. We get we get messages every day, you know, people want to know, you know, how to get a shirt. So um, just to, to be able to do some stuff personally, I thought was awesome. And you know, I love Tim um, for believing in me for that. And, and you know, I'm one that, um, you know, my, my pastor says that I'm the I'm the balloon and my wife's the string. You know, I want my own whatever. And she'll tell me, hey, nobody wants that. Nobody cares. Hey, don't don't waste your time. And, um, you know, Tim was one. I think he's a dreamer like I am. He, he wanted to see visions played out and, and kind of the art come to life. And again, just super thankful and, and uh, very, very appreciative for for the conversations that we had leading up to this and uh, again I think that's part of you know doing a lifetime contract of you don't have to be bitter here and, and want to renegotiate when it's time or go hey if you don't give me my own shoe I'm leaving you know um, that, that was just all part of the relationship we wanted to make and stuff we wanted to do forever you know we want to through trial and error we'll find out what works and what doesn't work and, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll make awesome stuff for the world and the world will tell us if they like it or not. And uh, hopefully we'll keep growing the sticks and we'll have millions of players and they all want to wear the sticks gear and, and may or may not want to wear my gear. And uh, we'll, we'll just kind of keep this thing going. But what's important is Decker, you know, is on the gear personally and professionally. And, and, you know, we get to spread the message and the quality of everything that Decker wants to do. And we get to be a part of that. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I haven't seen, I didn't see that here today. So I'm excited to, you know, once we hop off this call to kind of, you know, give it a look, maybe, you know, next, you know, going into this fall, maybe next summer, I'll be repping some, you know, some Chase Brewster uh, shoes or Chase Brewster gear, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Again, I haven't looked. So, you know, I'll be looking into that here and about. Well, and we kind of, we kind of didn't do ourselves a justice. I mean, we put out the press release. We didn't put out any, um, you know, clothing or, or shoes or anything. We just, I mean, we wanted to announce, I mean, honestly, um, you know, we, we've, we've had this in the works for, for some time now. And um, we, we just, you know, we wanted to wait. We, you know, unfortunately, while our uniforms are awesome and they look great this summer, they don't say Decker. So, you know, we, the whole concept of when to tell the world and when not to tell the world was really, um, it, it was really just kind of awkward is the best way to put it. I mean, you know, we go to these events and people go, hey, your uniforms look great. Like, what is that? And, you know, you go, well, it's awesome, but, hey, we're leaving. And then, you know, automatically people go, well, how's it so awesome? You know, and 
why is this place better? And, you know, there's all these questions. So we kind of had to fill this void. And again, a lot of these conversations that me and you are having now are conversations that have been in place on my side. We just haven't got to tell the world yet. And um, honestly, you know, I, I don't know if there was a good time. Um, we wanted to announce it this week. We've, we've had a lot of, we've, we've had a lot of conversations with programs just like us that we're hoping that comes to Decker. Uh, you know, we want Decker to be the number, like, I don't want, I want to be the worst organization on Decker is what I hope. I hope, you know, whoever the top 20 programs in the country are, I hope they all come to Decker. Uh, you know, I hope Decker is the, the leader in, in apparel for, for summer baseball and softball. So um, we really just wanted the world to know that more than anything. We, we, I kind of went back and forth on when and how and why and whatever. And we just finally said, Hey man, it's time to do it. And, uh, you know, again, it's been awesome. And, um, you know, we, we, we put the press release out and we didn't really put out any additional information on my side, just because it was a small footnote and everything that's going on, but was something because while we were, when we were with our other situation, a lot of people would tell us, well, you love it now, but you're going to end up at BSN. Or you love it now, but you're going to be at Nike. Or you love it now, but you're going to be at Under Armour. And I would always tell people, like, no, like, that's not going to happen. Like, we, you know, we've gotten those calls, and it's awesome. But, like, this is what we're doing. Well, now I don't have to worry, you know, professionally or personally. People can say whatever they want. I go, no, I got a lifetime contract. Like, you're not listening. Um, so that, that was why it was important, in my opinion, to put out the second part of that press release today of, you know, my stuff, but as, as far as, you know, we didn't really give the world a whole lot of information and I don't know when we'll do the shoes. It's not in the works like tomorrow or anything like that. we got a lot more things to worry about, you know, making sure that our players have their fall stuff and all that stuff. But when that time comes personally, uh, you know, I hope there's something that the world loves and, and I hope that's something that Tim and Josh and all those guys at Decker are proud of. And hopefully all our players will want to wear it and, and not just our players, hopefully other players are, you know, I, I hope it's not a stick-centric kind of label. That's not what we're gunning for, at least in my head. We're gunning for, you know, just something that looks good, that, that the world will tell you if it looks good or not. So, again, man, super appreciative and appreciative for you to have me on the podcast. You know, anytime somebody wants to reach out and, you know, have questions about something you put out, you got to feel good about it. I saw where – I guess our tweet today on my personal one, it got a hundred thousand views between, you know, their original tweet and my quote tweet on, on Twitter. So um, that was awesome. Um, you know, the world just caring, I guess is a good way to put it um, is awesome. And, and the fact that, you know, as awful as an athlete as I was and, and as awful as a player as I was that, you know, that many people care about what's going on is, is awesome and, and kind of the American dream really. So again, super thankful for you to care and, Thankful for Tim Decker and those guys to, to make all this happen. Well, well, I guess you kind of, you know, wrapped it up there for me. So unless you have anything else you want to give the, you know, the Arkansas sticks fans, players, parents, uh, just the, the travel baseball industry as a whole, if you have any, you know, maybe final words here for you, if for us, if not, you know, we'll go ahead and wrap it up, but you, you know, you got anything else for us before we end it out? Yeah. I mean, I, I think what's awesome about this whole run is, is just the, um, obviously, you know, I get to get the interview request and this and that because I own it. But, you know, it's a great time to be a part of the sticks from, from administration to coaching to players to parents. I mean, um, it, it's not like my announcement or my this or that. I mean, this is this is eight years of working really hard. This is a vision that Steve Landers had a long time ago that has just completely 
took off and, and there's so many people to think that there's not enough time, but you know, it, it kind of feels like the finish line a little bit and some of the texts we've gotten, like, oh, that's also, you know, um, kind of feels like, you know, this is the end. And really, this is the beginning. I mean, this is kind of day one. You know, Bezos, Jeff Bezos talks a lot about day one. I mean, really, this is like day one of um, what we're trying to do. I mean, this isn't the finish line for us. This isn't the the, the, the payout or the um, – you know, the end of it or the celebration. This is the now we get to prove um, to the world how smart Tim Decker is and, and how smart, you know, those guys were and, and really how smart we were to kind of pass on our other opportunities. So um, anybody listening, if you're still listening at this point, first off, thank you. Uh, th- thank you to Jace for, you know, everything he's done for our players and our parents and uh, and me in my personal life and in my professional life. So uh, we appreciate everybody that's listened and, and played a part in this. And if you are still listening, just want you to know that, uh, you know, it's very appreciative. And, and this is kind of phase three, I would say, of the sticks. I mean, we're headed into that next direction of um, now we need to expand and we need to, we need to mass produce. And, uh, you know, we need to uh, keep living up to something that we've built that people really seem to enjoy and, uh, you know, I always talk about retention rate and, and parents will let you know when you're doing a good job. And I think on paper, at least we, we've done a great job with that. And it seems like it. And people seem happy and, and they seem to be joyful and excited about some of this stuff. So uh, we look forward to keep doing interviews like this with our sticks players on your platform and super appreciative and happy for you. And, and you're getting to grow your network. You've done a great, a great thing. And, and you've done some awesome stuff personally, man. So we're super happy for you. Uh, happy for our program, happy for our players and, I'm just happy for everybody involved. It's a great day for uh, everybody at, at Decker and at Sticks and, and in the Brewster household. So appreciate everybody listening and appreciate you for giving us a chance on your platform. And I uh, appreciate just all our players and parents for making this happen. Of course. And again, you know, thanks for coming on the show as well. I mean, we're looking at, let's see, at my time, you know, it's, we're rolling on, you know, 12.45 a.m., you know, Coach Brewster and I, we, you know, we're grinding out here, you know, late, late night, early, early morning. Um, but, Coach, you know, thanks for coming on the show. Again, you know, like I said, you know, I saw the breaking news, you know, came out this week, you know, came out yesterday, came out today. So kind of wanted to make sure I gave you my platform to, you know, kind of dig into it, you know, and give the fans, give the players, give the parents, you know, kind of what the, the breakdown and kind of what's going on there. Um, you know, as you guys go through the rest of this summer for you know, the White Sox scout team, the Sticks baseball organization as a whole, want to wish you the best of luck. You know, I'll be there in Atlanta for that 17U WWBA. I'm going to make sure that I catch quite a few of your guys' games while I'm down there. So, you know, I'm really pumped for that, really pumped to meet, you know, a lot of the Arkansas Sticks players that I've interviewed on um, virtually, kind of, you know, pumped to meet those guys in person for the first time. I'm kind of, you know, excited to see what, you know, how you guys are playing down there as well. Um, just best of luck as you guys go through the rest of this summer, make that transition from, from your previous partner to Decker Sports as everything gets launched here at the end of summer, early fall. Um, you know, super, like I, like I mentioned earlier, you know, super pumped to kind of see everything, you know, going out, pumped to see all this new creative stuff that you guys are going to be launching. Like, you, like I mentioned earlier, those Chicago Bulls jerseys, you know, I'm like, whoa, man, look, you know, those are some sweet looking things. So you know, I'm sure you've got even better things in the works here with this Decker Sports Partnership. But again, thanks for coming on the show. And I know, like I said, we had to work this in late just because I got some traveling going on this weekend. But, you know, again, just thanks for coming on the show. Oh, absolutely, man. Anytime. And it's no issue at all. The, you know, anytime somebody wants to make time for us, whether it's at midnight or 12 in the afternoon, you know, again, we don't forget where we were begging people to interview us 
you know, eight years ago. So uh, we obviously made time and, and very, uh, very normal situation. You know, a lot of people in our circle are working hard and traveling and uh, not enough hours in the day a lot of times. So, again, we appreciate you fitting us in.